I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, branch managers. It's Todd Screamer. It's Robin Lavasser and Jim Reed. We are doing for branch managers business planning for 2024. Oh, it's been a crazy two years. It's been a crazy four years. And uh, we always, I started this years and years ago, and I know Robin and Jim have done it as well for years, is going offsite. Could be a restaurant, could be your, sometimes I've done it in my house. Sometimes it's, depends on how the year went. Sometimes it's at a nice place. Sometimes it's not. But taking your team away for uh, a day at least and doing some real detailed business planning. And I wanted to pick your guys' brains on what you guys cover. What's the format of that day look like, Jim? If you could lead us through, like, what do you yeah. do? You're like, okay, I'm going to go offside all um, day, get people's attention, get their buy-in, get their input into the business plan. What is it that you actually cover? Yeah, there's two, two ideas right here for me. The, the first one is like to help my loan officers work on their business plan. And then the second one is as a group to work on our branches business plan. And it's really hard to do both um, at the same time. So I always start with my loan officers filling out this, this format form we have called the one page business plan. And it has a top and a bottom and it starts with their results from this year and then what they want next year to look like. And there's five or six topics in there, like units, volume, team size, loan amount size, income, units, you know, for last year, and then and then what they want to do for this year. And we use the 20% rule, which means that a company can grow by about 20% in a year. That's sustainable, and you can still deliver service. So those are like, like the boundaries, right? Um, and then I know Robin does something like this, but we do... We do a quarterly business planning, and once a year, it's really, really big, and we invite everybody that's in our branch. We have about 45 employees. We get together for a whole day, um, and we do the SWOT analysis, right? So what's the S stand for, Robin? Strengths. Strengths. Weaknesses. Weaknesses. Opportunities. And threats. Right. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And now the purpose of this is the purpose of a business planning with a branch, from my opinion, is number one, to let them have input and be heard. That's the biggest, most important purpose of the meeting. Number two is to gain consensus and and to to have everybody be feel like they were part of where we're going, our decision, because really that's the magic. They'll help make it happen if they felt like they helped decide. Um, third thing is to set some specific, measurable, achievable goals, like how many loan officers are we going to hire? How many units are we going to do? How much volume are we going to do? How many new employees are we going to hire to support the loan officers? Um, but to give everybody an idea of a vision that we're going towards instead of just kind of flopping around in the wind. And then the last part of it is to do some fun after. Could be the most important part uh, yeah. because it really improves the culture and people want to work with you if they're having fun. But I did that really, really fast. Because uh, I wanted to save time for everybody else to talk, but those are the key purposes. Um, and and the last thing I'll say, and, and see what see Robin can add on to this is, for a meeting to be successful, or for people that are involved in it to feel like it was a good meeting, the secret is that they all get to talk. But the challenge as a leader in that meeting is to not squash them. Can't squash them. 
because they may say something that's crazy and you got to not squash them um, and let the group kind of decide the most important things. So that's an overview of how we do it. I mean, if I was going to teach SWAT, it would be an hour and a half call because uh, it's a pretty challenging topic. But loan officer business plan, branch business plan are the two most important things. Robert, how do you Robert, get it? Yeah, I think one of the things, I mean, you know me, I'm a little frou-frou, so um, I definitely dive in. I really like to, and whether this is with my you know, realtor referral partners or with the branch in general, I really like for people to understand what their personal and professional goals are. So we do a lot around personal goal setting um, and, and really a plan for, you know, 2024 and then to have you know, you brought up the word vision, Jimmy. I really believe that vision is hope and that helps people look forward to something. And anytime people are looking forward, which has been pretty broken in the industry, especially over the last year, it means that they're they're not necessarily looking back, right? They're not comparing and looking back. And one of the things that I think we've really struggled with is looking backwards and and not really understanding even what the future holds. Therefore, we hold on to the past. And so I think one of the critical things for 2024 is really getting people back engaged in um, their own goals. And maybe those goals have been reset really um, drastically. And I think a lot of loan officers, especially ones that did really well for a couple of years, have struggled with bringing their income level down some um, and reconciling emotions with that. Um, and yet there's also something to be said for not setting a goal. Hey, I'm going to make, you know. I'm going to go from a tough market and maybe this year I made 250,000 and I'm going to take myself back to 700 next year. Um, and so like you said, growing that 20% of where they're at this year, what they've already done, I think is a really, really strong measurable. Hey, if they've surpassed yep. that, awesome. If they've surpassed that in the first quarter or the first six months of the year, do a reset with them. And, and so as a leader, if you understand what everybody's goals are, um, I do really well with the team when I understand a couple big things they're looking forward to personally and then what they're looking forward to, uh, how professionally they can influence those things with what they do here. You know, I think that's a really big thing. Um, focusing on what we do as a group is, is a big deal and everyone having a buy-in of what their contribution is, um, is a, is a big thing. You know, we talk about this when you blend sales and ops together in one room. And Jim, I think you do this in your group as well. You get everybody mm -hmm. together as one team. It's incredibly important during goal setting that you keep it relevant for all areas because it's really easy as a leader to focus solely on sales, if you will. And the ops team sit back and get a little bored, right? Get a little squirrely on what yep. your role would be. Gosh, the truth is, when you're in a sales organization, every employee contributes to what? What do you mean? Every employee contributes to what when you're in a sales organization? Sales. Sales. That's it. Yeah. And so I think sometimes we think ops and sales. To me, I think one of the well, things is uniting everybody into, hey, you know what makes a difference? A really cheery greetings partner that blows oh, people away with their first impressions, oh, right? You know what makes a difference is five-star surveys with name mentions from every employee in here. And how do you do that? And so one of the things we do as a group in, in Eugene is we actually measure name mentions on all the surveys, all the way to greetings partner and how they can get their name mentioned on surveys, calling and congratulating every person on their closing. If you were the one that greeted them at the front desk day one of their journey, you know, having things that, that, 
celebrate everybody's impact, if you will, in a client and how they do that, uh, doing role plays, you know, lots of interaction. I think that you said it really well, Jimmy, that the best way to keep an engaged goal setting meeting is to make sure that everybody feels like they are contributing to it and totally. also being contributed to. And that is a it is a sequence, um, but it is is ultimately, even if it's table work, if you have a huge group, it's going to be table work, right? Because it's too hard to get to everybody. If you have a small group, it's going around the circle, right? Everybody kind of having a contribution of what they do to not only influence the organization, the team, the vision, all of those things, a uh, couple things they need to help with, a couple things that they do really well that we can, you know, really blow up. And I think when people get to use that voice and get excited about it and what we're headed, what where we're headed with our vision in 2024, the goal setting ends up pretty masterful. And then the one piece we missed for years in Eugene, and then I'll shush up, we missed, we goal set, have a great time with it. Everybody's rah, rah, rah. We normally do it on a Friday, which means Monday morning hits. Forgot. hits and all of that stays in a drawer somewhere um so, which doesn't do a whole lot of good and so i would tell you as an active leader as a leader that people know that not only you did that as a routine and that at, you know a piece of the business but that you actually worried about it all throughout the year uh don't be afraid to make you know a chart of every imagine your success i had i had a, a fellow friend of ours you guys that all of us know say to me I've had a hard time writing goals. He's had a ton of success, been just an absolutely incredible leader, hit every goal imagined, if you will. And we were having dinner and he said, I'm really struggling with how to measure my goals for 2024. And I said, what if you measured everything for yourself based on the success of every single person who works for you? What if oh. your goal was simply to help them achieve their top two goals in 2024? And so if you're a leader that's seen a crazy amount of well, success or even a small, like imagine if your measurement for your goals was solely based on the success of other people. And I think that that is just a really nice takeaway for all of us to be hyper-focused, not only during that one session, but throughout the year, monthly, you know, all the way through December of 2024, other people's success. Right, that, I love uh, that. Hold on a minute. That's a good one. So to make <laughs> my that. goal, to help my loyal officers achieve their top goal, Huh? I like that. I like Give me that. The chills over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I, I got a resource. Todd, real quick, I just want to emphasize one thing. Like, uh, you said something, Robin, that I wrote down. Um, and it's about blending ops and sales together, and that everybody in our organization is really a salesperson. I was talking with a low partner today, and they're like a low part. They, they, they've been entry level, and they've also worked on like you know the details of a loan. And, you know, as we go through this this business, uh, people are having to readjust their skill sets and do things they hadn't done in a long time. And that is definitely part of your goal plan, right? It is definitely, definitely, definitely a topic at your goal planning meetings in, in creating buy-in where people are willing to do whatever you ask of them for the good of the whole. And so I was talking to this gal, and it's a little bit of a tangent, but I'm like, hey, check this out. So if you go to a loan officer and you're telling the loan officer, how busy you are all the time. I need you to know how it affects them. She's like, what do you mean? I go, well, what officers are, um, I go, well, do you have kids? She's like, yeah. I go, you know how with your kids, you got to constantly build them up and tell them that they're strong and they're smart and they're pretty and they're powerful and you, you're working on their self-confidence so they can go out in the world and be successful. She goes, oh yeah, oh yeah, I do that all the time. I go, that's us loan officers. We're actually kids. Like if you come to us and tell us that you're, 
you're buried and you're stressed and you don't know how you're going to all get it done, we actually will stop selling. Uh-huh. And if you come to us and tell us that we could do it and that you need more loans, we'll actually go out and get more. Yeah. yeah. So having a culture where the ops team understands, number one, that their job in, in sales kind of is to sell the salespeople. Yes. That's, that's what a brand is. Really yeah, that's bit a good magical, reminder, Jimmy. A little bit magical right there. Uh-huh. I just wanted to emphasize it because I thought it was super important. Sorry yeah, about that's that. that's a good one. Uh, I got a resource because I think some people may be listening to this like, I've never done this planning meeting. How do I do it? What do I do? Uh, we all follow a book called Traction. And Traction is nothing more than a, a guy who wrote a book. And it's about how to do business planning for any company. And in that book is, and on the website, is he has a form that we use called Vision Traction Organizer. It's a fancy term for a two-page business plan. So if you want some resources, you could read that book and also uh, get you know get on Amazon, but also go to the website and you can see all those bit that those business planning documents are free. So uh, that's just a detail because I think some people are like, hey, I'm running a branch, but I've never done a business planning meeting. How do I do it? Um, the other yep. thing is, uh, some people, you guys mentioned fun. So I would like each of you to give two ideas each on, so you have this business planning meeting. What's a couple things that you've done afterwards that's fun, that have worked well for you? So, uh, Robin, you first. Uh, well, I think that it, it, you brought up, I'm so glad you did. Cause I didn't actually bring up the fun and you know me, I'm always pushing the fun. Like we're, our EVP team is not good at fun. And I, I really struggle with it. Like it is all business. And I'm like, do we have some fun? Uh, <laughs> first of all, laughter is very contagious and it creates a team and a feeling that when people leave, not only knowing, gosh, I've got a big task for 2024, but I also enjoyed the crud out of myself and, and I laughed and I created some fun little, you know, memories with my team. You're winning. And I think leaders really sometimes struggle, especially in times of struggle to have any sort of celebration, right? It's just all worked, right? Let's work our way through it. So one would be Kahoot. Kahoot is if you are doing your entire thing online, if you have multiple locations and or a lot of people don't yeah. come into the office anymore, Kahoot is an incredible online trivia app. Very fun. You can customize it. Um, I've done it literally with every person in the branch. Uh, two years ago, I did every person in the branch's baby pictures. And then we had a chart for everybody to identify the baby pictures and who was who. Um, so competition that way. You can build it around mortgage and have everybody answer really? questions, or you can do it around. There's already pre-built Disney '90s pop, like Jeopardy. You name it. There's every quiz in there, and it's online. Very easy. Everybody works from their phone. It shows you each round who's keeping score. So very easy app to use um, with Kahoot. That is K A H O O T. Just so you know, Kahoot.com. And then if you're in person, I mean, everything from Heads Up, which is a quick game on the phone, um, to actual minute to win it challenges. You can Google search minute to win it challenges. Um, People make some pretty good fools of themselves with minute to win it. So there's lots of fun, you know, um, no contact, but very fun things. I mean, from putting a cookie on your forehead and getting it into your mouth without using your hands, like legitimate thing, like one minute to do it. Like you want to see people act silly, give them some silly fun games like we're kids again and people will have a blast. You make it a relay race and a competition. 
don't do it with Jimmy. He's very competitive. He doesn't like to lose. So he'll get very aggressive. Um, no, I'm kidding, Jimmy. And yeah, it's not I think you're way. projecting there, girl. It, I think you're projecting. It is, but it is a fun thing to do and compete and have people win and not not be afraid to have some prizes. So what do you do, Jimmy? Uh, bingo is super cool. Believe it or not, people love bingo with some prizes afterwards. But like in person, we go bowling. We go to Top Golf. Um, there's a amusement center that has like beer, pizza, and like you know batting cages. Anything like that that you go do as a group, you know, I always shrug those things off. And then when I go, I have a good time. But all everybody has a really, really good time. I'm telling you, bowling is hilarious. People get competitive. Some people don't care. Uh, but I would say my number one most favorite thing is bowling. It it is It cracks me up how serious some people take it. And everybody's social and talking. And really, that's what you want is to be able to be laughing, interacting. Because, you know, we say the, uh, the connection is the solution and quality time is a love language, right? And so it, it, it really fits in with that uh, that plan of creating the culture where people want to be. Listen, it's like, listen, it's going to be uh, the the family that uh, plays together, stays, stays together. together. And, uh, and that's what it's going to be. And people get distracted and we're already seeing weird stuff in our industry. And the people who can stay grounded and outlast them all, that's what I want to be. Stay grounded and outlast them all. Making weird decisions, you know, treating people bad because you're scared. These are things to watch out, what to watch out for. Over-criticizing everybody. Uh, you know, when that, that starts to enter your branch, boy, you better fix it. Yeah. And you better fix it fast. And I think, uh, you know, getting together and doing this, all-day business planning meeting, no matter how small your little branch is, can really benefit you in the long run. I don't know how where we would be without it. I do it every quarter religiously. I have since it was taught to me. Uh, and I don't wait for January. If you're watching this, do it like tomorrow. Do it before the end of the year um, and, and make it fun. Yes. Uh, let me close this out with a quick story. Uh, I was traveling all week last week. I get home on Friday. My son got home from a three-day um, uh, high school event where they take 50 kids at a time and they go into the woods and stay in little cabins and they operate in, mostly in groups of seven and they get them to talk. Like, they go deep. It's like a spiritual retreat. He says, Dad, I got to talk to you. I got to talk to you. Well, okay. So he comes over and we just sit on the couch for an hour. And he spills out, we talked about this. I didn't know this about this friend. I had no idea that this teacher went through this. And he just just was glowing with how connected and loved he feel, felt. What? Now, understand, he goes to high school with the same kids for four years. So that all they did was change the environment and gave him some questions. And it led to this brotherhood feeling. Wow. Matter of fact, to the point to where if he comes up to me the next day and said, Dad, can I have five of my buddies over and we cook dinner together? Because we just want to talk more about this experience we just had. And that's what you're looking for. That's what Jim and Robin are describing is that feeling of connectedness, that feeling. It's the same people that he's been going to high school with. He sees them different now wow. after that event. So anyway, connectedness is a is a big deal, guys. And it's part of any business, especially mortgage. So hope you enjoyed this. Jim and Robin, thank you so much for your time. 
Have a beautiful month, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screema, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to beyourbest at summitfunding.net. Summit Funding, Inc., NMLS ID 3199, Equal Housing Opportunity, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.